Hey guys, today's episode is a conversation I had in December on my friend's YouTube channel. His name is Dennis, and I'm sharing it with you to reignite that fire inside you and help you with your motivation right now since it's the new year. Enjoy the episode, enjoy the conversation. See you guys soon. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. This is Dennis Vanessa, and you are watching Whoa Who Said That. Today, I'm honored and excited to have my friend Kelly Tyon to be part of this program. She is a world-renowned master transformation coach for women in faith, fitness, and mindset. And as of December 7th, she'll be releasing as a new author her new book, Addicted to the Climb. Kelly Tyon, welcome to the show. I'm so honored and happy to have you. How are you? Hi, thank you so much. I am so honored to be here. I am doing great, doing great. Very exciting time right now for me. Getting ready for the holidays. Gonna be a fun time of year. It is, it is. It's gonna be a little different, but it, you know, we adapt and adjust to what the circumstances are. So, yep, my dad is coming in. My girlfriend's coming up with her son from Florida. So it's, it will be really special. Awesome. Well, it's so wonderful to have you today. So the first question I want to ask you is, who is Kelly Tyan? Well, she is a lot of things, and she's been a lot of things. Kelly Tyan is a girl on the climb of life. I am totally addicted to the climb, and I have been since I was a little girl. I started after college. I thought I was going to be a teacher. I loved being around children and teaching. And then I found network marketing. That was the first thing that happened to me. And I loved it. I learned that sky's the limit. I can do what I want. I can make how much money I want. I had amazing mentors. And then I realized, how can I use this to, as I was getting built up by mentors, I knew I had a passion for health and fitness. So I went that route and started a women's boot camp. And working with all these women and doing transformations and helping them in their mindset is how really my path all started to where I am today. Um, I loved working and inspiring women to get healthy on the inside. And it really would always encourage me to stay on the own, my own climb of being healthy. So people always say, how do you stay so motivated? And honestly, it's through working with other people and watching them light a fire in them and get healthy and lose weight and feel good. That motivates me to stay on my own climb. So 
that's really in a nutshell who I am. I love empowering. I love transformation. I love working with women in their and men in mindset. I really specialize working with women right now, and that's what I've done from my boot camps. But I do have some men clients that lose weight. I mean, my husband's one of them. <laughs> so, well, so, so Kelly, how how do you get get women, men to be uh, committed to being motivated and engaged? So I start with baby steps, and I really dig deep. Why do you want to be healthy? What does health mean to you? And it means a lot of things for a lot of different people. I mean, I'm sure if I asked you, Dennis, what does health mean to you? It could mean something totally different from the woman I'm working with, it, what her health means to her. So once I figure that part out, then we take those baby steps and I help them stay on their path by just really encouraging them. I'm really about accountability with my coaching because I believe that we don't succeed alone. We all need a coach. I'm sure you are in the same as, I mean, we all need someone to guide us, somebody who's a few steps ahead of us. And that's what's helped me. So I take them on that path. Let's start small. Let's not jump in and say, okay, I'm not going to eat sugar and I'm going to take away all the, the fun stuff and because that's going to cause them to feel deprived. And when you feel so deprived, you actually go the opposite way. So I start real small, taking those baby steps, one step at a time, and then we start with the next chapter. So it's not a one size fits all. It sounds like you're working with everybody as unique individuals and trying to help them design their own personal goals. Exactly. Because honestly, there's not a one diet fits all. As we all know by now, I could be on one plan. I don't even like to call them diets. I can be on one food plan that my best friend lost 20 pounds on, but when I do it, I gain 20. And that's real. That's how it works. Every body type is so completely different. We can't try to copy what the next person is doing. We have to find out what is best for us, what will work for us, and then, and then eliminate, you know, well, this isn't working, so let me try it this way. And that's where I fit in because I don't believe in dieting to the max, even though I did do that in my competition days, but you know, it was a great experience, but it, it can backfire on a lot of people when you're so deprived of different food groups. What, in, what, what do you tell somebody when they're, they have their goals and they're not reaching their goals? Because that can be quite frustrating. And I'm sure that you've worked with people that just want to give up if, you know, maybe they're not getting the results. I mean, I, I know myself, I'm a, um, I like to make sure that I have results immediately and mm -hmm. when it comes to you know dieting transformation the results may not necessarily be immediate how do you have somebody keep on track in the eye and the prize and the goal without getting frustrated or wanting to quit that is such a great question and it's your that's how everybody thinks well if i didn't see results in a week it's not working well First, we know the old saying, Rome wasn't built in a day. That's how our bodies are. I say, well, how long did it take you to gain this weight? And if they say, well, six months, well, then let's match that and at least be kind to yourself. Be patient and give yourself six months to take it off. People forget. They get to a place where maybe they're 25 pounds up, 50 pounds up plus, 
And they forget that they've been doing this for years. And when they start a plan, they do. They want the microwave to, you know, it's a microwave thing. Like put it in the microwave and I'm going to come out with a six pack in 60 seconds. <laughs> but that's where accountability is just the key in, in that situation. The way I keep people motivated and in check is really checking in on them. I really believe you can't just give someone a program and then they're off because they will quit. So making sure you're following up phone calls. I do a lot of coaching on the phone. What can I help you with this week? And then as I talked about the mindset thing, I really stressed, a, I call it my wit mindset, W-I-T. And I, I, I love, it's a whatever it takes. So I say, let's incorporate the wit mindset right now while you're working with me and let's do whatever it takes to get to our goal. So if you come on and you say, I want to lose 15 pounds, but in two weeks, they're down two pounds, well, hold on, let's commit to get this weight off together and you're going to do whatever it takes. So I, that's my style. I kind of, I'm, I'm real. I try to lay it in, you know, no fluff. And if you are going to commit to me, I'm going to commit back to you. And it's obviously you're very passionate about what you do. Now, what, and there's a lot of different programs I hear. What do you think is most important? Is it diet? Is it exercise? Is it, you know, the, you know, the coaching that you're giving them along the way, a combination of everything? What do you, what do you think is the best formula? I, I don't think it's diet. And this might sound crazy, but I think it's starting with, people's habits. What do they do? I call them patterns. What does your daily patterns look like? Do you wake up? Do you work out? Do you go right to the pantry? What are you eating in the morning? All those patterns that you have formed throughout your days, throughout the weeks, those are your habits that you set in place. So we have to start with what are the habits that I need to, un to break? So I don't think you can throw a diet out to anybody. And we can all do a diet for a week, right? If I told you, Dennis, you know, don't eat any sugar, don't drink any alcohol, don't eat any bread or pizza for one week, you can do that. But in that one week, you know, the once the day eight comes, you're probably going to be like, I need something. So I think we start, I like to start with habits and talk about what are the habits that you've set up. And a lot of times when you dig into habits, they're very unhealthy. And so we start with working on one habit at a time and then adding some good foods into their day, adding a little bit of movement. So I don't like to do everything at once because that doesn't work. And I've been doing this for way too long and learned when you put everything on someone, it backfires, right? Mm -hmm. So starting with the habits is my number one coaching. Um, that's how I would go about it. And then moving into the food. And actually, Dennis, moving into the exercise is last for me. Because so many people, they say, well, I haven't worked. A lot of people haven't even worked out ever in their life. So how can I tell them to go to the gym and do this and this if they're overweight and they're feeling unhealthy, they're not confident enough? So I start with the habits and the mindset that and then work that way. That's tremendous advice. I, I and I, I know that the viewers are really going to enjoy this. You're in what I like is that you're, you're introducing positives. It's not, it doesn't seem punitive and you're going one step at a time. If it sounds like if you 
have them, you throw so many things at them, it's going to, it's going to be overwhelming and it's going to be confusing. But if you're building on it one step at a time, it sounds like that is a keys to your success. Correct. Absolutely. Yes. Kelly, along your path, who motivated you? Was there somebody along the way that uh, in fitness or just in life that motivated you to become who you are? Because obviously you're, you're changing lives right now. There's somebody that piqued your interest earlier on in life. Who would that be? Or is it multiple people? It, it's a few, but the number one person that really just changed everything in my life is my mm -hmm. mom. My mother really made an impact on me. She passed four years ago, but the, you know, as you grow up and you really think about who you are as a person, and I do a lot of personal development work with myself. I do a lot of quiet time reflection. My mom made such an impact on me because she just instilled a positive attitude, a positive outlook. Faith plays a huge role. It played a huge role in my family, in my upbringing, and not religion necessarily, just Instilling that in me has given me faith in myself that I can conquer all things. And I truly believe that now at this age in, you know, along the lines, I've met other people that really have made an impact in my life and a couple of fitness people, like one of them, her name is Lori Hodder. She really made an, I mean, watching her and her journey Really, she started um, as a fitness competitor. She was gracing covers of magazines. She lost everything, then came back. She was overweight, then was very fit. And she started a podcast and I just would listen to her podcast. And it was very positive about really working on yourself and that self-development that I talked about. And so you can find the motivation and that should come from within. I, I, I don't think motivation comes from outside sources necessarily. You have to develop your own motivation inside you so you can keep going. And so my mother, number one, and, another, and Lori really made mom, an impact. Your mom was an amazing woman, absolutely amazing woman. And you know what? That leads me to another question. How do you get somebody motivated to become self-motivated that has a, maybe they lack self-confidence and to get them to become motivated within? Because that, that can take a lot to build that self-confidence. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Because, you know, in, one of the things in knowing you, Kelly, is you're an extremely positive individual. And when you're positive, I, I have a feeling that's going to go a lot more. Uh, it's going to go a lot further in what you're doing than somebody that's negative, that's condescending. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. I love talking about this because that's probably my number one question. Kelly, I'm not motivated. How do I get motivated? Well, it goes back to me showing you those first few baby steps. Because when somebody, say you've never worked out before, or you really just eat fast food and you don't know how to eat clean and you feel like sluggish all the time and low energy and you know not confident, as you said, when somebody like that starts taking that first step, maybe they have a salad at lunch and instead of the pizza and French fries. Well, if they do that for a few days, it creates momentum. And what that momentum is doing, it's making them motivated from the inside. Like, wow, 
I can't believe it. I actually do. She's right. I feel better. I can't believe I ate a salad and my stomach isn't all bloated. I want to do that again. So once you give someone a few steps to take and they start feeling good and you can tell they're feeling better and feeling a little more happier, that's exactly the way motivation is formed. The more you take, have momentum, the more you create positive momentum in whatever area, it can be in anything. When you start taking those positive steps forward and you feel better, your momentum creates your motivation to want to keep going. This is tremendous advice. Now, Kelly, I believe it was two or three years ago, we sat at Starbucks. I don't think we eat anything we shouldn't have been eating. And you spoke to me about your, you've had this lifelong goal where you wanted to publish a book. Mm -hmm. Now we're sitting two, three years later. And, and I remember that day and how passionate you were. And that is a big project to tackle. Addicted to the climb. Yes. Now, give us a little sneak peek. Tell us about it. So addicted to the climb was a term that came to me when we probably met because at that moment, I didn't even have a podcast out. So I had heard an interview somewhere around the time we met and somebody said, well, they were asking some, the person that they were interviewing, everybody, they said, everybody's addicted to something. And she said, what are you addicted to? And the woman was in, the woman gave her answer, but I immediately shut the TV, um, my radio off, my podcast off. And I was like, I don't think I'm addicted to anything. There's nothing, I can't believe this woman asked her that. We're not all addicted to things. I don't have an addictive personality. And then it, right away, I said, I am addicted to climbing higher. I don't stop. I love being challenged. Without challenge, there is no change. I've always been like that. I love going to that next level. And I said, addicted to the climb. So that's where that term came from. And I started my podcast and then I knew someday that I was going to write a book. That's when I reached out to you. And putting it all together, I said, I'm going to keep my brand addicted to the climb because that's really who I am. I want others to join me on the climb and stay on the climb with me, whether it's in faith, whether health, fitness, their goals. And so the book is 30 personal stories. 30 faith-fueled stories that I've written over the past three years. And I'm not going to tell you really that much. You'll have to go out and buy it December 7th. Absolutely. I want my copy right away. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really um, faith-infused just to help people, give people hope, courage, and inspire them to really keep on climbing because life is always full of setbacks, no matter what road we're on. And we can't, fall off. We have to keep going. If you don't keep showing up for yourself, nobody's going to do that for you. And I truly believe that. I had to peel myself off the ground after losing my mother, my best friend. And, you know, I was crumbling and I was scared. And I, I didn't like that place. And in, unless I picked myself back up, nobody was going to do that. So Addicted to the Climb is all about getting back on the climb. Let's do this whatever it takes mentality and helping people just see that they can do it. If I can do it, they can do it. Kelly, you've been doing it for many years, the courage, the hope, the motivation, 
the, the pick me up when people are down, you've done it, you've changed many lives. And I, I know in the years to come, it's definitely gonna be that much more. It's a Saturday night for you. You're not doing fitness, you're not writing your book. You're not talking to people. What is that thing that settles you down? What's your favorite thing to do to settle down? Okay, most of the time, being with my family, sitting on the couch, watching Netflix, something like that, just zoning out. And if you really want to know what I'm watching, you're not going to want to know because it's <laughs> right now I'm watching Dynasty. <laughs> right. I was just going to ask that question when you watch. That's awesome. It's like a soap opera. So you can kind of just zone out and you not think too much. <laughs> but I love, love a Saturday night having a glass of wine, sitting on my couch with my family. If they're home, most of the time my kids are busy, but just having a dinner with my husband, that really just gives me peace. And honestly, another thing, you might not believe me, but I'm such a creative dentist that quiet time for me is actually writing and not necessarily my book, but how can I help someone today? And I'm being really honest because my husband will say, what are you doing? You're so, what are you doing out there? It's Saturday night. I'm like, oh, I just thought of something. And I love trying to think of what's the next best thing I can do to help people. So between that and the Netflix, and I'm not really a big TV person, but if I do, it's Dynasty or sometimes the Kardashians. <laughs> right, there you go. So we're getting close to the new year. And I know people start to do their resolutions. And mm -hmm. is how do you prepare people for that? Well, I used to say, let's set a resolution. <laughs> and now I don't really, I, I stop preparing people, honestly, in October. I say, okay, we have October, November, December before the new year. Are you going to sit and gain 15 more pounds and then say, oh, I'm going to start and then have 15 more pounds on you? Or do you want to prime yourself a little bit now? I think right now we're at prime time to lose 10 pounds, to feel good going into the new year. I used to, and this is honest, I used to do things backwards. I used to be the girl because I used to be a junk food junkie. So I totally can relate to people that don't know how to eat clean. I never thought in my life I would eat a salad or spinach, forget it. I would have probably put money on that. And my mom could vouch for me, but I, I used to eat and gain weight like everybody else during the holidays. I'd eat everything. I'd say, well, I'll just start January 1st. And I would be so miserable, Dennis, that I remember feeling so bad about myself on January 1st that I'm on a mission to help people right now. Like, let's do this right now to set you up when January 1st comes that maybe you just keep your weight at the same point it's at right now instead of gaining and so that's where I'm trying to help people not go off the rails because it's the holidays. And I believe, I tell my people that we're always going to have the holidays. There's always a birthday. There's always Mother's Day. Totally. There's always Halloween. I mean, listen, once a month, we have a holiday pretty much. I mean, Valentine's Day is in, you know, how many chocolates can you eat? <laughs> so if we know better, we can do better. So we know these holidays are coming. Why do we have to go off the rails so much? We can drink a little more water or do a couple things different. There's nothing 
you know, you can enjoy your treats, but I say, start now. Don't wait because just think when you wake up January 1st, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel worse or do you want to feel good? Not even better. Do you want to just feel good that you didn't gain the 10 pounds that you gained last year? And that, that's just, that's amazing advice. Do you have a special dish that you can tell people that would be something? We have Thanksgiving, we have Christmas coming, where those are big eating holidays. Is there a special dish you, uh, you can share with people that you like to make that you recommend? Well, how about this? If anybody messages me, I have a list that I will give them. It's holiday favorites. And I'll give it to them for free. But purse, if they want that, they can just message me on, on social. I will and just say Dennis, and I will know to give that out and I will send it over. But I really am, <laughs> this is going to sound so cliche, like I'm really a vegetable person. So I love my sweet potatoes and I try to clean it up. So a sweet potato pie, for an example, is my ultimate favorite on Thanksgiving. And me a lot too, of people- Kelly, me too. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm salivating just thinking about it right now. And it's one thing, I used to make it with a lot of sugar, you know, all the bad stuff, the marshmallows, and I still make it tasty, but I've learned to use coconut sugar instead of white sugar. I make those little- transition. So um, those little swaps, I should say, that nobody really will notice so much. Um, and, and that's, that's my favorite. I mean, my if and I can give that recipe as well. <laughs> so sweet potatoes, at least you're eating a good vegetable, and then tweak it a little bit. So you're not doing all the sugary things. Kelly, this is incredible, just such valuable advice. My last question for you, 20 months ago, we began a pandemic, which we are still in the middle of right now and a lot of fitness people were in the gyms and I, I know you you know had your your boot camps and everything then everything shut down mm -hmm. how did you continue to keep things moving because that must have been a tough time for you and for anybody that you work with mm -hmm. how did you do it so I called a friend remember the accountability is the key I called a friend because I was I was stuck I said, uh oh, what am I going to do? I'm not teaching. So what the first thing I did was put out on social media into all my client past clients. And I just threw this out there. I said, why don't we do a FaceTime call every single week and we'll do a 30 day program. I'll keep you accountable because we're all stuck in. You can show me your scale on FaceTime in the morning, every Monday and I will hold you accountable so you don't slip into that dark hole. And that's what I started doing with women in the pandemic, and it really was working. And then I started doing Friday freebies, which were uh, every Friday, I showed up, I think 12 weeks, and did a live workout for anybody to just jump in and do it at home. We all did them at home. It was on Facebook Live. And they're still all on Facebook Live. If you want to scroll back for a year ago, look at the videos. And, and that's really how I transitioned to then doing a lot more online coaching because I had to do something. I, you know, like all of us, we all, everything shut down in an instant. We all had to pivot in a different way. So 
I started with that and then I started just creating new programs online and that's still what I'm doing now. You know what's great is, and I think that's valuable advice, is sometimes we don't have all the answers. And, you know, just as you said, it's something that we were confronted with that mm-hmm. I don't think anybody had the answers, but you moved outside the box. You looked at somebody and, and you know what? And you can find different ways of doing things in the mm-hmm. face of adversity. And as you've said, you've been faced with adversity and you don't stop. You just, instead of, I mean, it, it, at times we do fall down those stairs and go backwards, but mm-hmm. you continue to right. pick yourself up and keep going. And you do that for so many people in, uh, Kelly, you're a blessing and that, that amazing person. And I just, I've Thank loved you. watching your, how you've progressed and how you help so many people out. So I, I'm just so honored to have you today. Now, you're not out of here that quick because I, I, I mentioned something to you really quick that at the end of one who said that, we always have a speed round. And I ask questions that kind of tie into some of your interests. And I know that you're a fitness champion as well. And I have six fitness champions, women fitness champions throughout the years. I've come up with some names. I hope you know them. I'm sure you do. And I know that you had your boot camp. And in the boot camp, I know burpees, which I hate burpees. I know that is very popular. So I'm going to need two women in fitness and let me know who you think would win a burpee competition. Does that sound fair? Yes. All right. So I'm going to say the two names, speed round, and here we go. Okay. Lori Harder or Jane Fonda? Lori Harder. Right. Is that one of your favorites? She's one of my favorites. All right. Lindsay Messina or Michelle Levesque? Ooh, that's tough. I'm going to go with Lindsay Messina. All right. All right. She has drive. She has such drive. She would just keep going. I love that. I love that. Here's the last one. Kim Dolan Leto or Denise Austin? Oh, that's another good comparison. Ooh, I'm going to go with Kim Dolan Leto. That's incredible. I, it's those three women, do they mean a lot to you? Or are they, they individuals you've? Kim is a good friend and just an, insp- she's been an inspiration to me for years. Um, she competed before me in fitness and in bikini, and she, she's just a beautiful soul. And yeah, Lori, amazing. I mean, I've been following these women. Lindsay is, we actually are in a network marketing company right now together. So I love her and she's strong and a mother now and just killing it. So very much, they've all impacted my life. And even Denise Austin, who I've never met, Jane Fonda, these women paved the way I love it. Kelly, you know what's amazing? These women you looked up to, they're your role models. They inspired you. Now it's switched. You're the individual that people are looking up to. You inspire people. Please continue to do it. And you're paving the way for the many that follow you. Thank you so much for being on Woe Who Said That. You're a great friend. Honored to have you. Keep doing it. And I will be the first person to buy your book. On December 7th, everybody, please go out there and get it. Addicted to the climb. Kelly Tyen. Thank you so much. I so appreciate this. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. You And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing even when life gets tough. 
If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating and a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take one minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, and I'll meet you inside. Or you can even head over to my website, kellytian.com, to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.